Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Social Chris Hennigan, Graham and Pete. Firstly, thank you so much for your eloquent and powerful words on the abhorrent racial abuse faced by Vinicius Jr. Pete's impassioned speech had me literally punching the air. On to the current classical, although I am not a fan of either team, I cannot see a way that Barca's midfield, as beautifully talented as Pedri and Gavi are, will be able to wrestle control from a powerful Madrid midfield three, brackets whatever the final lineup, or indeed possibly prevent any deep-lying runs from Fede Valverde and or Vinicius. Vinicius Jr. exposing their back line. So, yeah, interesting from Chris talking about the midfield matchup. How do you guys see that? And if not, where, I guess, where do you think the game will be won and lost? Over to you, Pete Jensen. Yeah, I think uh, I think Chris is right in as much as the, it will be won or lost in midfield. And Valverde's recent record in, in Classicos is, is, is off the scale. He usually comes into the Classico not being much of a... Um, not being at the forefront of things in Madrid and then and then just um, does the business in the big game. Actually, this season, he's having an extraordinary an extraordinary season. I think he'll definitely play on Sunday. The interesting thing about the Pedri Gavi uh, Busquets midfield is you can look at it and say that you can you can see... You can see weaknesses. You can you can see maybe that there's there's a certain physicality that isn't there in in, in certainly in two of those three. Gavi has it, um, but it's also the midfield that Luis Enrique wants to play in the World Cup with Spain. So you know we're not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and say that uh, neither Xavi nor Luis Enrique, um, you know, knows knows a good midfield when, when they see it. Um, but I think it is a concern. The thing is when when Bar- when Barcelona thrived. Under um, under Pep Guardiola, um, it was a four three three, but it was never three in midfield, because Danny Alves was playing in midfield and Gerard Piqué was playing in midfield and Leo Messi was playing in midfield, and this goes back to Graham's point about how Barcelona were able to keep the ball for such long spells during games, and they're no longer able to do that uh, because it is the three of them on their own. The the, the, midf- the defensive players coming out with, with the ball and, and, and someone who, who did what Messi did, dropping deep, although Lewandowski does it, but not to the same effect. Um, they just lose that that favourite word of Xavi's superiority. They don't have it anymore. Um, and, and Gavi, Pedri and, and Busquets suffer because of it. Yeah, look, in, in terms of the um, the way in which the, the classical will go, every piece of evidence is, is suggesting Madrid home win. But we're long enough in the tooth to, to argue two things. The, the, the classical throws up the most ridiculous patterns of play where things that you aren't aware of in terms of mood or physical fitness and, and without, you know, trumpeting our own interview, Victor Sanchez on the big interview this week, was really intricate in talking about physical fitness, conditioning and speed and, and the intense important that that, importance that assumes above and beyond normal games against a really big rival. And 
That should include Barcelona because Petri was in his knees last night. And had that not been a game that they might have rescued their entire season with a fourth goal, Petri would have been off. Before the game, Gavi last weekend looked absolutely exhausted. He was played there and excelled again because they desperately need this 17-year-old and 19-year-old, which, if you don't look at the, these two guys play, speaks volumes about, like, they're utterly reliant on a 17-year-old and a 19-year-old. Um, so Barcelona undoubtedly uh, aren't at, at peak conditioning. That has been an element in them being beaten in Munich, them being beaten in Milan, and it was an element last night, as well as tactics. But there was a torpor about Madrid's performance last week at, at Getafe. There was a torpor about their performance in, in Warsaw, where they were given a run-around. The type of run-around by Shakhtar Donetsk that was previewed a week before. And I saw very few people saying that after the first half hour, Shakhtar were exceptional at the Bernabeu. So clever, so exciting, and so consistently occupying spaces in midfield to play the ball through and then spread and expose Madrid's defence that, albeit Madrid could easily, they had the chances to score four or five. That's not to be argued about. But Shakhtar um, and Jovanovic learned an awful lot about Madrid and reapplied it in Warsaw and until minute 95 or whatever, were not only going to win, they were going to deserve to win. And I find it a little hard to understand why it is that Madrid can create lots of good chances, fail to convert the majority of them and consistently not win games well and in the last two matches, play with I use the word again, torpor. They were languid. They were, they were slow. There wasn't an intensity and acceleration. And clearly, the endorphins flood through your 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 head and your blood when you're going into a classical against a wounded Barcelona and thinking we'll beat them. So I don't expect to see a lot of that on Sunday. But if Madrid start like that and somehow Barcelona weather it, and Madrid then revert to this relatively plodding style of play, then we've got a game on. So. You know, a priori, it looks like Madrid. And in terms of form and in terms of quality players and experienced players, it should be Los Blancos saying, we're going to get revenge. Las Vegas was a game where we weren't ready. And for the first half, we went toe-to-toe with them and a wonder goal separated us. And then the 4-0 the four game, they were in bad nick. They were in really bad nick. And Barca were fast. But a priori, it looks like Madrid. And if Barca don't weather the first... 25, 30 minutes and then and then and then try to play intelligently, then Carlo Ancelotti should get his win. And there's an option for, for Xavi to not lose that midfield battle by playing all four of his midfield players. Uh, the Dijon plays in the midfield three and Gavi plays as one of the front three. Which kind of you know counters what Ancelotti will probably do, which is play Valverde in the front three, but he'll be a fourth midfielder. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Our final question of this month's Q&A is from Michael Williams, who says, how is the experience of covering the classical from a media perspective? Are your match day routines different given the magnitude of the game? If you can indulge me for 30 seconds, guys, I was watching an episode of Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee yesterday. Trevor Noah and Jerry Seinfeld talking about what is the real football, American football or soccer. This is how Trevor Noah won the argument. He said, the Super Bowl, the biggest sporting event in American football, has 100 million viewers. Barcelona v Real Madrid has 400 million viewers. By the rules of democracy and just numbers alone, that is the football. Alright, so you guys work all year round on the Liga, but how different are these weeks? Do you get some kind of sense that you are centre of the sporting universe in weeks like this? Well done, Trevor. Uh, clever Trevor, you would say. Michael, smashing question because it's, 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 so, it's so varied in many senses. The, the atmosphere, the facilities, the, the welcome, the view at Camp Nou compared to Santiago Bernabeu. The... Um, the anticipation, the level of work, the type of work, when both sides are at, at peak uh, and you know it's going to be um, definitive in terms of people's opinions about one club that season or it's going to be definitive in terms of a trophy. For example, I'm going to be uh, eclectic, uh, um, our, our friend's eclectic, Gary Newman, um, about my response because the cup final of 2011, um, particularly that one that Madrid won in, in a a pitched battle it was full of good football full of controversy a brilliant brilliant goal which I think Marcelo crossed for Cristiano Ronaldo but at the Mestalla as in other cup finals between Madrid and Barcelona the, the fan base was split 50-50 which you don't get at the Bernabeu you don't get at Camp Nou and the noise unbelievable a counterpoint would be Michael when the Champions League pairs them which is irregular it, it, you know it only happened a couple of times before 2011 in 2011 you couldn't argue this for what happened at Camp Nou, but at Bernabeu, when Messi scored that first goal, never mind the second, because Champions League insists on there being a, a large portion, a percentage of away fans who are allowed in, the roar from behind Casillas' goal, where the, the Barca fans happened to be, was much more gigantic than you get, even in the 6-2 Barca win at, at Bernabeu, because there are more people there. So that changes your, your day a little bit. Um, it's... When you're at the Bernabeu and, and they know they've got Barcelona on the ropes, that is fun to watch because there's, there's this great big hunt mentality, a baying for do them, finish them, hurt them, strip their prestige, let's get revenge. That's fun to, to, to watch. We, we've both worked at so many different ones where one club or the other is not only dominant but maybe stellar. Um, the, 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 the seat positions you get at the Bernabeu are improving all the time because of the stadium uh, redevelopment and, and the way in there is, 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 was much more modern and is going to be increasingly so because of the refurbishments. The adrenaline, the endorphins are magical because you do get more phone calls, you do get more requests and you're tested more because you, you're consistently asking yourself... How do I elevate myself above the debate? What have I got to say that I haven't been saying about these two clubs through the season already? How do I think the game will be going? Can I get access to a good interview about it that will add value? Because neither Pete nor I, and I think it's the reason we're here with you, Martin, think about that. How do I, how do I profit out of this? How do I make money out of this? Or how do I look good out of this? It's about quality of analysis, quality of access, uh, calibre of team prediction, calibre of score prediction. And, and trying to add to the overall mix of, of Trevor Noah's point that 
for whatever we grew up with, whoever's listening, I, I would still argue that this is the single greatest fixture in football history. And there are contenders, and it will ebb and flow over nearly 100 years now. But for my taste, this week is beautiful. And, I, and I'll leave you, Michael, um, with a memory with the, the magnificent, indefatigable Sid Lowe, Dr. Sid Simon Lowe, who has changed that of all recognition because in 2011, when there was those four games in 18 days or whatever it was, the League won one, followed by the Cup 1-0 to Real Madrid, followed by the midweek semi-final of the Champions League, which Barca won 2-0, followed by the deluge, biblical deluge of rain with Mourinho somewhere hiding. Was that the one in the laundry box or was it him in a hotel because he wasn't allowed? All that blah, 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 blah. And it's 1-1 and, it, it, you know, there was a goal disallowed for Madrid that should have stood and several of the Madrid players went out to try and take bodies and legs. It was a sequence of games that you knew in advance were going to be epoch-making, that you knelt down at the end of the night and prayed to your maker in thanks that you were involved in. And I remember Sid going, no more. Before, before I think before, just maybe before it had begun, or I'm deluged, this too much, I hope this doesn't happen very often. And he acts now as if... You know, a game every six hours in, in geographically spread parts of the globe, not just the country, or what he feeds off, because he is literally a dynamo. But way back then in 2011, it, it was like the, the ramifications, the angles, the work, the travel, the stress, the responsibility. And and for, for people like the three of us and, and Doc since, since that moment onwards, that's what we live for. That is catnip. I give anything, if I invented a time machine, uh, you know, there are one or two things in the world, people's behaviour and attitudes I'd like to, you know, take a hammer to. But if it, if it could be for good reasons, I'd probably go back to 2011 and that, that fortnight of the most stimulating, testing, enjoyable, ridiculous football ever. And more or less, every time a classical comes around, uh, Michael, that's how I feel. Here, here, well said. And uh, that that um, cup final that Graham's on about in Mistai, we were both there, and, and to have the stadium evenly divided by the two sets of fans was just off the scale. And and that is the only thing that's missing from the Classico, you know, it's the, 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 the presence of away supporters. But despite that absence of away fans, you still want to be there very, very early. And I'm a big preamble fan. I love, I love the preamble. And you don't get that too, so much in, in modern football. Um, supporters tend to arrive later, <clears throat> because they have their seat and they know where they're sitting and they don't need to get to the bar. And I don't mean the, the drinks bar, I mean the, the terrace bar before before anyone else. Um, even in the big games, the, the, the preamble is is spoiled by too much on-pitch on, on the pitch entertainment, which is completely unnecessary. I think the vast amount of supporters agree with that. Um, so you want to be there. And there is, a, there is a special atmosphere in the hour before the game, particularly when there's uh, antagonism between the two clubs. There actually isn't at the moment. You know, Laporta and Perez are, are best of friends. Um, they've bonded over the Super League and um, there isn't that spikiness that there so often is. But it, it is, uh, the, the spikiness is still on the pitch. You get that moment when the Barcelona players run out of the Bernabeu to warm up and the response from, from, from the Bernabeu, likewise at the Camp Nou when the, when the Madrid players run out onto the pitch. Um, and that, that sort of um, animosity just, just adds to the, adds to the, to the event. Um, the mosaic is, is fabulous. Madrid don't do it 
anywhere near as well as Barcelona. The, the Barcelona mosaics that at the Camp Nou are, are very, very special. And just the colours as well. You you know, you never see Madrid. I, I, I'm, I'm saying this now and I'm thinking, has it happened once in recent seasons that maybe Madrid played in all black? I, I'm struggling to, 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 to remember whether it's happened or not. But 99% of the time, it's, um, it's Barca in Blaugrana and Madrid in all white. And and you look at that and you know it could only be one fixture in world football and it, it still is the best fixture in world football for my money. OK, that's it for this classical Q&A. Socio Robert Ryan, I extend you my apologies. We've ran out of time. We're on a very tight schedule today, but we will make it up to you in forthcoming months. Don't worry about that. Thanks to the socios who sent in questions. Thanks to Pete and Graham. Thank you to you for listening. Enjoy the game on Sunday. Bye for now. 